0: Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, uh, what was this called again? Far From Home, a podcast about two
1: Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home.
0: Hey! So, Alex, mm-hmm. that intro was fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what else is on fire right now? Oh, God, what? It's not California this time. Okay. It's the housing market. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> So, as I'm sure everyone knows, as of the recording of this podcast, 2021, um, the housing market it's extremely hot. Um, yeah. Whenever I talk to any of my coworkers, like the only thing they talk about is buying places because I guess they declared that the company is remote forever, so you can oh, go, okay. you can go live wherever you want. So like everyone is leaving um, the Bay Area because it's just so expensive and they're wanting to buy houses across the country. Yep. And I think we're starting to get to the age where people are starting to buy houses or at least think about buying houses or discuss buying houses. Um, Most of my friends are actually older than me and... Mm -hmm. At least the ones up to maybe like their early thirties, nobody owns a house actually in Japan. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know about okay. your friends. None.
1: Um, yeah, no, none of my friends own houses. Yeah, I also think in Singapore, it doesn't yeah. make
0: sense to move out. Oh, of your parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also just much rarer to buy houses in Asia, I think, compared to North America in general. Um, but yeah, we also hmm. have some friends who are buying houses too in. North America, so Ooh. it's been it's been a hot topic. And so, what were you thinking?
1: Want to buy a house? Um, <sighs> move to the countryside, pay less less <laughs> rent. You know, you're moving like next to the woods.
0: Yeah, stop throwing my money in the hole. Um, a few months ago, maybe like February March, I w- I had some very serious thoughts about buying a house or like buying an apartment, maybe um Mm -hmm. i did like all the math i made a spreadsheet and i said like here's the interest rates the mortgage rates this is how much it would cost over 25 30 35 years Mm -hmm. um like looked into how much a down payment cost in japan um all the taxes and stuff and was like looking at properties and Mm -hmm. i just never did it well Maybe that was a good thing, but you backed out like a wuss. <laughs> it's a big decision. It's probably yeah, it's yeah. probably the second biggest decision you make in your life where you buy your house. After finding your significant other? Yeah, probably. Okay. In terms of your adult life decisions that will have an impact on your life. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's the biggest purchase you'll ever make. So you might as well get it right. And true. You don't know how much my marriage is going to cost. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry for you and that oh, gold digger. No, Just she's kidding. not. I, we're kidding. Um, but yeah, like you better make this decision, right? So uh, my my opinion is, of course, there's probably not such thing as a house that's perfect in all aspects, but, you know, right. I'm sure everyone has an ideal, ideal home of what they would want in a house.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So, do you have any uh, ideal real estate
1: ideas? I think I need a nice ass kitchen. Ooh, and honestly, that's like one of the biggest things. That and AC. Um, <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> AC. That's like a it, okay like a human
1: I, right at this point. I know, but in in Singapore, like when I was trying to find a new place to live, and I was looking at a lot of the a lot of the um, government housing. And especially the older buildings, they didn't, they weren't built with ACs in mind, so you had to get them installed after the fact. Oh, so it's like an yeah. external, yeah, like so, AC in
0: the window sort of thing.
1: Kind of like it needs to be installed, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, nice kitchen uh, needs AC. Okay, and. Eh. I think I think if you if <laughs> Nothing you buy else a matters. place just just a big kitchen <laughs> with an AC unit that's all that's all you need that's that's all I need. No, I'm just thinking if you own the house or apartment or condo it's it's really up to you on how you want to make it look, right? Yeah, like I guess neighborhood matter. matters as well, but if we're talking strictly about like what the living room looks like, I don't think you can renovate it however you want.
0: So mm. I don't know if it matters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can always repaint walls and buy yeah. new furniture. So,
1: I guess location does matter as well and that I'm I'm pretty spoiled right now and that I live in like central Singapore. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's so nice mm-hmm. being able to walk everywhere to be honest and I wouldn't want to give that up. Maybe if I get a house and I and I'm forced to move farther away from the city center, but mm-hmm. otherwise I'm down for a condo near near downtown.
0: Near downtown. How about you? I have two ideal home designs in mind. Oh wow! Okay, a Pinterest, Pinterest uh, <laughs> uh, addict, right? I've never been on Pinterest in my life. <laughs> okay. um, one is like a detached house. Okay. Okay. Maybe two stories at most. Nothing. Nothing too tall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it should have a minimalist wooden themed interior Ooh. i don't know if that makes any sense but like I, yeah, yeah yeah, you walk in and it's like you can see good exposed wood of uh, probably like high quality wood in japan that like has that nice scent to it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe like some like gravel rocks on the bottom gray to oh. like contrast okay. um some plants green plants um lighting should be very warm as well Okay. And there should be, I I don't know what it's called exactly, but I'm not going to say mood lighting because that sounds weird, but um, it's the lighting where it like it points downwards to the ground, if that makes any sense. Oh, I see. I see. Like you put it behind a monitor, or like behind a cabinet sort of thing. And yeah, just like that sort of like accentuated warm lights. Um, That's one idea. Okay. And a kitchen in there. The smallest and, of kitchens. it's no, fine, for, no, that's fine for, for you. It's a detached house. It needs to be a pretty big kitchen. It's a
1: single sink with uh <laughs> 30 centimeters of of table. That's oh. what I got
0: right now. <laughs> I know.
1: That's what I had.
0: <laughs> um the other uh, ideal home would be like a condo unit. Okay. Um if it's in Japan, I think something that's like very important to me would be like a nice view of the city Mm. like the dream is to just like have windows from like one like a wall of windows from one side to the other i clearly don't Mm -hmm. describe homes much because i'm not very good at this (laughs) and you can like see the sunset setting over the city and like looks really nice you got like mount fuji in the background oh my goodness and a kitchen yeah (laughs) kitchen is vital no bedroom
1: just kitchen just just the kitchen i can sleep on the floor Exactly. You can sleep in the sink. <laughs> my big sink. Oh, I didn't know you're gonna describe it that way. Yeah, um, those are my two ideal scenarios. I think, I think similar, right? Like everyone wants a minimalistic home, pretty much. And I'm more or less in that group as oh, well. okay. I really want a um, LP sofa, dude. They're so comfortable. I don't even know what that is. I'm too. It's poor. just a sofa that like. It's a sectional sofa. So there's it's like an L.
0: Oh, it's got that little part
1: where you can lie down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted one of those too. And um, so my current place, it came with a couch because it's a rental and stuff, but dude, the couch is so shit. Oh no. Like it's really old, so the cushions are kind of sucking in. <laughs> and Ew. I'm thinking about buying a new couch, to be honest. Can but... you throw
0: it out? Why did do...
1: No, I can't throw it out. But I have two rooms so i could technically just throw the couch in one of my rooms and just <laughs> you're paying for it. that
0: room to just store this ugly couch no dude
1: no no, no. it's my it's my <laughs> study room it's where i work oh uh, so just be like yeah. a sofa in your study room yeah yeah, yeah. okay doesn't sound so bad <laughs> but yeah i'm minimalist and then um i think condos are nice when you don't have children or if yes. they're still like toddlers and stuff yeah but i yeah. think it's Better to have a house when you have, I don't know, a teenager or something. Like just a bit more room. Yeah. And like separation of everything. That's kind of nice. Yeah. And so
0: I kind of get that.
1: Yeah. And so for now, I would want a condo more than a house.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I want a house because I, I was thinking that too.
1: I want to like have a nice garage and, Ooh. and, and like the cars have a bunch of uh, cars, sure. But I also want to do like woodworking and stuff <laughs> oh, yeah, in my garage. What, what, it, it's, it's what the friend that bought the house is doing. And I'm just like, oh, God damn
0: it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So any thoughts on uh, whether you'd buy in Asia or buy in Canada or buy somewhere else? Ooh, Tokyo. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. This is the
1: far from home segment. Um, I don't think I'll be buying a home in Singapore because it just doesn't make sense since I don't plan on retiring in Singapore or like settling down for 20 years here Mm -hmm. so yeah I would like 90% just buy a house or condo in Canada instead so yeah it's just having a headache of owning
0: something overseas sounds Mm -hmm. really annoying Mm -hmm. I would not want to do that yeah I I do know some people here too who like own places back in Canada or North America Oof, and it just seems like such a headache like yeah. Obviously, obviously, you pay for like a service rent company, rent service company to yeah. um, manage the tenants and stuff. But still, mm. it just seems like such a headache. Like, if there's an issue with a mortgage payment, how are you going to resolve that from overseas? Or if they want you to come in or like interviewing, what are they called, tenants? That's so yeah. difficult to do from overseas. It just seems it like seems so annoying. Such a headache. Yeah. And it's like a. <laughs>
1: 18 hour flight (laughs) yeah dear god
0: no thank you so are you thinking of buying in japan um honestly i don't know it depends where my life ends up like you said where you settle where you
1: find your wife
0: maybe who knows knows? um like my my thoughts have honestly been like i can see a lot there's like a lot of good points to living in japan honestly Mm, mm -hmm. um it's like very convenient it's very safe it's like the food is like really good um weather's pretty good in general except Um, for that two weeks in summer yeah it's like
1: 43 degrees
0: (laughs) we got four seasons though so you can appreciate all them (laughs) god damn it yeah that's true um yeah like life is really really good here and because of that it makes me think like, oh, why would I ever leave? Why don't I just stay and, you know, buy the house and mm. settle down? Um, I've sort of done the math too, or like looked into it. It's about five years on average where the like break even point of buying versus renting gets hit um, because, okay. you know, like when you rent a place, you pay less every month, but that money you're not building equity with. Mm hmm. And when you buy a place, you're paying a bit more every month, but you are keeping that money as equity, minus any bank interest. Yep. Um, but the reason why it takes around five years to break even is because when you buy the place, there's this huge upfront fee of um, taxes and agent fees of like 7% value mm-hmm. of a house or a condo. Mm-hmm. So, like seeing that, will I be here for five years? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? It's all up in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I have this weird dilemma where I'm like, I can easily see myself here in five years. But like you said, if I ever had a kid or something, Mm -hmm. I would want them to grow up in Canada for sure. Exactly. Because
1: who wants their kid to go through Asian schooling system and like the university entrances? And I'm just like, oh my God. Hell no. I I don't know. I definitely think, like, the kid would be smarter <laughs> if they grew up in Asia. <laughs> really? But also the comp... I think, think so. so. But then the, the competition and the, like, emotional scarring that you get from, like, nonstop studying and the, I don't know, unhappiness it might bring. Mm-hmm. Sounds Also, in Singapore, if it's a guy, like, my kid would have to do uh, national <laughs> service. So. Yeah, if they ever want to become... If they're Singaporean, though. If you're a... So, if a permanent resident... So your if your kid is a permanent resident, yeah, then they have to do NS. Oh sure. damn it! Yeah, <laughs> an old um, unless unless they grow up as a foreigner, yeah, with a Canadian passport, then everything's a lot more expensive for them. Yeah, I've heard that they yeah. don't need to do yeah. NS.
0: So we're we're going totally off the rails here from housing, but yeah. but do you like really think that a once you're graduated from university. That a kid in Asia is any smarter than a kid from a North American school? Oh, I I, I was going to say more like the high school. Like,
1: they oh, finished okay. high school, they're, okay. like, setting their asses off for 18 hours a day for, yeah. like, a year and a half. We didn't have to do that shit in no. Canada. Like,
0: no. not at all. We just did school. We were roaming free in the open fields. Happily,
1: frolicking. ignorantly attending university
0: living our lives well well like like you said if if i grew up in asia i'd obviously be much smarter at the age of 18 like finishing high school correct um because they just jam so much more math and science and whatever into your head yeah but like my honest thought is by the time you graduate from university at least in japan just because university here is just like such a joke um, oh yeah like you come out you come out with just as much knowledge yeah. Um, you come out of university from North America, having worked your ass off for four years. Um, I feel like people as a result are like much more ambitious. They want to get that return on all the work that they put in, in Canada for school. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't know. I'm just like insanely grateful that I went to school in Canada and got this Western education and have free thought and I'm (laughs)
1: me pumping on Asia right now (laughs) free thought whoa there (laughs) yeah I yeah this is not very relevant to housing but I'm pretty grateful that like if I was if I grew up in Hong Kong which is where my parents are from dude I don't think I could get into the prestige level that I got in Canada in Hong Kong possibly yeah yeah cause not that it's a joke in Canada but it's the competition is so much less Right. Yeah. Whereas in Hong Kong, you have like hundreds of thousands of like college entrance exams
0: and they're like just killing themselves over it. Yeah. 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 So because of that, when, when I think of my life and if there was ever a kid in it, let's say, mm-hmm. I just would not see them growing up in Japan. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. hard. There's There's the benefit of like they can learn Japanese at no cost to you. And then for me it'd be like my kid would learn Chinese at no That's cost. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, houses um <laughs> houses houses uh what's it like buying a house in Japan? Like what what kind of houses were you researching?
0: Oh, I was mainly researching um like apartments, I guess. Okay. So I, I guess like the process is like any other country where you just find a place like a listing online. You contact mm. the agent. Um, the agent will like take you there, guide you through the process, and then you cut off your arm and pay them with it. Yeah, pretty much. Sacrifice your firstborn. Yeah, yeah. The usual. I can I can delay moving to Canada if I sacrifice the firstborn. So yeah, maybe the second as well. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but how, like. I don't know if it's too sensitive but how much were you willing to pay and Oh yeah yeah. Kind of like we're going to buy a small studio, you're going to buy like a nice house in the suburbs.
0: Like what were you what were you looking at? The the idea was an apartment. Um I'll say this in square meters in US dollars. Um at least maybe like 35 40 square meters. My current place is 25, which yeah. is like really tiny, obviously. And Square meters is like you multiply by ten like to get square feet. It's like twelve. Oh, okay. So my place is my place is around two hundred seventy square feet. I think. Holy shit, that's tiny. Yeah, it's a shoebox. <laughs> Poor. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> so I, I was looking for a place that's maybe four hundred to four fifty square feet. Yeah. Um. Because in Japan, I feel like you could live with two people in that space easily, or like. Let's say that that happened in life and before kids, someone moved in, that'd be possible. Yeah. I don't think it'd be a good idea, to be honest, to buy like a, like a, the place I'm living now, 250 square feet because. Oh, fuck that. I'm stuck there. And then it's not like anyone could ever move in in the future. Yeah. Um, And price, I think I was looking at 600,000-ish US starting at huh? for that, which is like pricey oh, US. for that amount. Yeah.
1: And What's that, that in? canadian because singapore and canada dollars 700
0: dollars dollars canadian oof. and at most maybe like eight hundred thousand or like a million dollars canadian oof. um which it's is like a rich oof. guy big oof um but yeah like that's a lot to commit to it's such a big that's a decision a lot of money it's, it's Hell yeah. the biggest thing you ever buy and the fact that i wasn't really feeling it and the fact that like i said i don't know if i'll be here Mm-hmm. Um, just put too much uncertainty to actually buying the place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any budgets sizes in mind? Uh, so I think I'll talk a bit about Singapore
1: cause there's some listeners not from here, but if you are a permanent resident, you can, um, you can buy resale flats from the government. Okay. And these government housing is called a uh, HDB. Housing Development Board. Yeah. Um, That's it. And basically Singapore does a really good job on making housing affordable for everyone. And so
0: unlike Canada.
1: Yeah, I'm like fucking (laughs) Canada. So if you're if you're a Singapore citizen and you want a brand new house, you're basically in this lottery every year. And the lottery chances get a lot higher if you're married and you're like around the age of when you're gonna have a kid.
0: Oh, yes. <sighs>
1: and so, Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> What's your value as a citizen? And I'll, I'll see if I want to give you a house. Um, but the thing is, this lottery, if you do get it, dude, it's so affordable. These new buildings, um, some of them are in the suburbs and some are not. And I don't know, with Singapore's transit system, I'm not really worried about how far you can really be. I mean, how big is Singapore? And so... The, the 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 flats cost anywhere between like two hundred to like six hundred thousand dollars mm. Singaporean slash Canadian and dude that is so affordable and at the top end we're talking about like a four bedroom flat for six hundred thousand dollars mm. so I think that's at least a thousand square feet if I remember correctly and mm. so it's yeah it's insane and then at the other spectrum it's like a two or three bedroom for 300K, 400K. Yeah. Like imagine paying less than half a mil for, I don't know, like a two bedroom. It's, I don't know. I wish I wish Canada had something like that. Yeah. (laughs) But on the other spectrum, if you're not going to buy an HDB, then suddenly you're only going to, you either buy like a private property Mm -hmm. or you buy a condo. And condos start at like, I don't know, 800k. Okay, okay, something pretty reasonable if you compare it to Canada, I would say. And then if you want to buy like a legit house with like a backyard and stuff, then just yeah, it's gonna cost you a couple mil. Couple mil for sure, definitely. (laughs) Like I, I don't think anyone listening can even
0: think about that. Maybe, maybe our maybe our Polish listener. Oh yeah, he's He's definitely rich. Yeah, he's rolling in the (laughs) the dough over there.
1: Yeah. But as a foreigner, I can't really buy anything. Oh, (laughs) okay then. (laughs) Yeah, as a as a Singapore PR, I would be able to buy um, resale HDBs, but I don't think I qualify for the lottery on Mm. the new HDBs. Yeah,
0: can you imagine that? A country where the government tries to ensure housing is affordable. I know. Its people. Although. Blows my mind. Could you imagine, though, in Canada, if they, uh, I know they put in a foreign home buyers tax, but mm-hmm. if they said that, like, they're going to um, disallow, like, segregate a large portion of the housing stock and say that foreigners cannot buy this, would that pass in Canada? I don't or- know. And also in Singapore, they,
1: when you get the lottery, you don't exactly get to choose where you live, right? Mm-hmm. And what they do is they enforce that each block has a, um, equal distribution of the different ethnicities. Yeah, I know. Of Singapore. <laughs> and, so, and so you won't get a block that's 90% Indian. Yeah. Like almost all blocks are like the 70% Chinese, 30% other Malay, 10% Indian. Like yeah, I don't, know, I don't know, Indian, know the breakdowns of the other ones. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't think
0: Canada would be okay with any of that. No, enforcing where do people live by their race? That's like, Insane. that go against the charter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And that's what be we like, live by. <laughs> there'd be like a human <laughs> rights violation lawsuit over that. Yeah. Yeah. But and yet, one country has affordable housing and the other doesn't.
1: Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And it's crazy how much effort and like thought the Singapore government puts into housing as well. Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. very apparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Should we talk about Toronto too? Okay. What, The dumpster fire that is the Toronto real estate market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how unaffordable is your parents' home?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Oh God. Probably for like listeners or like who not who are not in Toronto, like their perspective or like so that they can get a view into what real estate in Canada, mainly Toronto and Vancouver, is like. Crazy. My my parents probably bought the house in 2001 ish. So, like 20, 20 years ago. It's a long time ago. Indeed. <laughs> for for maybe at the time, at most, like 300,000 Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like they'll tell you too, like it was cheap, but interest rates back then were a lot higher, like Correct. the mortgage rates. At the same time, you could put money in a savings account and actually make a lot more on it than you do today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And today, I don't know like the latest numbers, but I estimate with the current post-COVID um price increase that's come up recently, mm-hmm. it's probably at least like 1.5 million. Man. Something, something crazy. And just that's stupid. Just like think about that. If you bought the house in for 300,000 20 years ago. And now it's like $1.5 5 5 It's 5X. You've made $1.2 million off of your home, right? Yeah. For, you worked for 20 years. That's the equivalent of making... I need to pull the okay. calculator.
1: All right, Mr. Data Scientist. <laughs> yes. How much in compound
0: interest is it? It's not in compound interest, but that's that's the equivalent of working. Um, I'm, I'm making $60,000 a year just off the value of your home. So yeah, you can imagine... You know, you bought this house twenty years ago. You only make sixty thousand dollars a year, but your net worth today is as if you made one hundred twenty thousand for twenty years. And you had a slave worker in your backyard, just <laughs> pretty much, making... uh, and not not a cheap slave worker. No, one that gets You're paid as much as high, you did. High labor. <laughs> it's crazy. How prices? Yeah. Your places?
1: Uh, your home. So my my mom was a real estate agent, and yes. so it's a bit different um oh man she listens to this and i don't know how much i can say
0: <laughs> sorry but, mom.
1: <laughs> but basically growing up we we actually moved a decent amount yeah so i moved i lived in like th- four different neighborhoods in canada and uh, sorry in toronto i don't know why i said <laughs> canada <laughs> in toronto uh greater toronto area i guess and basically each time we moved it was usually because we bought a place brand new we lived there for like a couple of years. Yeah. And then my mom would sell it for like an insane profit. Yeah. I've heard tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Cause she was just like, okay, I'm a real estate agent. So I know that this area is going to like blow up the next like f- less than five years. Yeah. And I don't know how much we made, but like it was a nice chunk of change. Um, nowadays, my mom just lives in a condo uh, in one of the, I wouldn't call it really suburb, but like it's a hot neighborhood it's a pretty hot neighborhood and it's gone up maybe like 30 40 percent in the past five years okay yeah yeah i mean it's just a condo it's not something crazy like one mil or something Yeah. yeah 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 and we bought it relatively late but yeah it's just somewhere my mom wanted to try living
0: yeah yeah
1: do you want to preface with like how far is your house from toronto despite it being worth 1.5 mil or something stupid.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to add on to the stupidity, um, the house isn't in Toronto. It's probably maybe like a 30, 40-minute drive from the actual city center, so it's in the suburbs. Yeah. Um, but I do think actually the, the suburbs have seen the biggest increase of home prices because it's people insane. left the city during covid Um but yeah, it's it's just insane. There's like very low interest rates. A lot of mm-hmm. people who've just been sinning on money haven't spent it. Um, yeah. Tons of stimulus money has been created and it's just like driving the market crazy. Everyone wants to buy. It's,
1: it's stupid because back in the day, I guess not back in the day, but like just a couple of years ago, the hot areas were like, what, it's nice to live in Scarborough or like i don't know north anyone knows this
0: yeah downtown
1: (laughs) but then but then nowadays like dude it's lit in peterborough and it's Um. like crazy prices in hamilton as well which is like not even close to toronto yep it's just any house is just marked up 30 percent. i don't know two years as
0: as everyone everywhere they're they ideally want to buy as close as they can to downtown they decide they can't do that so they Look out where it's 50 kilometers. Can't do that. Yeah. Look out where it's 50 kilometers. Next thing you know, they're commuting like two hours into the city every day. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy. Prices yeah. crazy. it crazy. It, makes it it makes it hard to think about going back, to be honest. Because, ooh, because like the prices of homes in Japan haven't been going up in the past 20, 30 years. It's they're reasonable. Flat. Yeah. Yeah, like I could, I could theoretically even buy a house here in the suburbs easily, um, for I don't know, like five hundred, six hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and live like a very safe, convenient, happy life, livable life, livable life. And if the alternative to that is to go back to Toronto and have to pay like one point five million for a house in the suburbs, <laughs> and worry my whole life about paying that off, that's just not worth it. Yeah. It's pretty crazy.
1: Like the number that's just insane is like how much is the median income and how much is the median house worth? Yep. Yeah. And it's gotten like just disproportionately messed up. Yep. Over yep. the past few years.
0: Yeah. Like I know people always say that oh, San Francisco and New York are mega expensive too, and they are. Mm-hmm. But their average incomes are way higher than Canada's. Yeah. Yeah. To a degree.
1: Yeah.
0: And also in Singapore the
1: HDBs and almost all condos as well, they're the the contractor actually doesn't own the land that oh, the yeah. condo/HDB is built on. So when you get an HDB, you only own it for 99 years max. Yep. And so if you bought a 10-year old HDB, then you only have it for 89 years. Yep. And so that way the government can like I don't know. Build an even higher sky rise when when the time comes, um, but also it makes it so that you can't just have your home five x in value ever. Like it's it's almost impossible. I would say
0: there will come a day where the government will get it back in a sense. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. I've always thought about this too, and I think they do it in China too. It just feels like such a. I see why, but it feels like such a like well. Roll the problem to a later generation yeah, sort of solution. It's true. I'll be I mean, dead like, by the
1: time this matters. <laughs> I mean, the the alternative is like in North America with all the baby boomers. And they're holding on to like a significant portion of their wealth tied to their house. Yep. And maybe they even upgrade. But the only way they can upgrade is by selling their existing house. Yep. So like it's a, it's a catch-22. You, you can't get a home unless you already have one and you can afford the new down payment yeah I'm not looking forward towards getting a house in Canada either but I don't know I'm kind of like saving up my money in Singapore you know low
0: taxes (laughs) that's that's what I'm doing I'm saving up my money too but you just see the prices go up 20% a year in Canada it's like well this this meant nothing and I feel bad for anyone over there listening right now if they're thinking about buying a house like good luck with that unless your parents are going to bail you out
1: and everyone says that there's going to be a bubble it's going to pop prices are going to go down but not that i'm saying it's not going to happen but i don't know when man there's there's anything could happen well and man the, if the bubble does pop everyone that overpaid for the houses get like
0: yep extremely screwed over yep the last buyer before it pops is the most screwed and the yeah. thing is in a free market should we have sympathy for them I don't know. I don't what know. if you control the market? Ooh. Well, technically, the government's been controlling the market, and that's why it keeps going up. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so plus, Plus, they get their revenues from uh, land transfer tax and real estate tax, so they're incentivized to keep this party going. And True. that's why anyone under the age of, I don't know, 40 will never buy a home in Canada. Yeah.
1: Living in condos, that's... <laughs> That's the expectation.
0: I'll see you in my shoebox. Can have a party. Yeah, dude. My cardboard box on the street. I might upgrade to a refrigerator box someday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we can all come over to my kitchen. Yeah, I'll have a little gas burner in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> can make some noodles. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Far From Home podcast. Hope you learned a thing or two about the housing markets and in, in the three different places that we're familiar with um you can listen to us anywhere you can find podcasts apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and i will catch you
0: on the next one see ya bye come to my cardboard house